Welcome again to Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema, where weird, 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 brought, brought to you by Grand Forks Best Source in Grand Forks, North Dakota. How's everyone doing tonight? Um, you know something, I realized something the other day. If you don't watch Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema, carnivorous squids will take over the earth and your kids will be born without eyelids. Because that's a good thing, because then they can't dream and have nightmares about all the movies I've done. So, okay. <laughs> Tonight we are doing Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. A great film. It had some pretty good actors like William Hickey and uh, uh, Steve Buscemi was actually in it. He did a pretty good job in that. So Yeah, and um, uh, Christian Slater, I think. Is that I, believe, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a, there a lot of big name actors in this movie. I don't know if they were really big name when it came out, but yeah, they're... It's an anthology. It's an anthology film. It's three tales set between an actual tale about a witch who's trying to fatten up a kid to eat him, and the kid is telling her stories from her favorite book, which is Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, I, I, it's been so long since I've seen this. Um, so I watched the trailer before we started the show here, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I remembered really, really liking this movie when it came out. Uh, the one that really stuck out to me was, I think it was like the uh, mummy that they brought Lot back. Lot 249. Now that's what I got to say about that one. What's that? Lot 249, that's the name of the tale that we're talking about with the mummy and Steve Buscemi. Oh. He plays like a, um, a graduate student who's studying Egypt, Egypt and things like that. And he actually is framed for stealing a Zuni fetish doll of all things. And so they're going to remove him from the university. So... He, act, he, he buys this mummy, and he finds a scroll in it. And he reads from the scroll and con- conducts revenge on the people who got him kicked out of the university. So Yeah, and I think I remember the mummy was not actually really... I mean, it was, like, scary, but it was pretty pathetic. I think uh, Christian Slater just ended up, like, taking a uh, turkey cutter to it. Yeah, and just, turkey cutter, yeah. <laughs> just uh, the the thing that I found is kind of cool... Uh, when I was a, a little kid, I was uh, obsessed with Egyptology, really obsessed with it, actually. And this was one of the films where I learned some of the things about mummies. You know, like they, they take the, the, the thing and put up their nose and tear their brains out through their nose, you know. And then they stuff them full of crap, mm-hmm. like flowers and things like that. I thought that was interesting. I've always found Egypt to be very interesting. Yeah, I, that's still one of the best uh, ways that... you. You can preserve a, a body, apparently, too. Is mummification, yes. Yeah. Um, actually, in Egypt, back in the day, they used to dehydrate the bodies before mummification became about. Mm-hmm. And that was their way of preserving the bodies. See, like, you know, like when I said he put the scroll in the body and thing, they put the scroll in the body and he reads it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, these scrolls are basically uh, a book called the Book of the Dead. And the Book of the Dead is like... Uh, a list of things to teach the body how to, uh, I believe to teach the body how to rework in the afterlife. Yeah. Okay. 
Because the, the, the Egyptians were a necromantic religion, which means they worshipped the dead. Cool. And, you know, they did all these things to prepare their, 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 their kings, their wealthy, for the afterlife. But then actual people who, who were just lay people, you know, would become mummified too in the later dynasties. Yeah, I liked how they also uh, buried themselves with all their possessions. Exactly, <laughs> and cats were sacred for some reason, but... yeah. But, you know, not enough talking about Egyptology. So the second, speaking of cats, the second story is the one with William Hickey. He hires a hitman to kill a cat. Yeah, because apparently the cat, yeah. And he talks about the cat that's already killed like three people and yeah, it's weird. But the one other one I remember in here too, I think it's uh, more of like a vampire. It was but, the gargoyle one. It was the problem. Was it gargoyle Gargoyle, yeah, he he falls in love, or he he this gargoyle attacks him in an alley one night and says, "You cannot speak of me, you cannot draw me, you cannot do anything to me," you know. And then this lady comes around the corner like five minutes later, and they fall in love and stuff like that, and they have kids. And anyways, he tells her about the gargoyle, but she's really the gargoyle. Oh, it's called Lover's Vow. Yeah, and I mean this, you know, it says Tales from the Dark Side the movie because before this was it was it this a t- television series. Yeah, kind of like uh, around that Tales from the Crypt era. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Tales from the Crypt did anthology uh, well, I don't believe they did anthology movies. I know they did a couple movies. They did Bordello of Blood and uh Demon Knight. Bordello of Blood was take it or leave it. Yeah. When, whenever I would see the cover to this Tales from the Dark Side, I, I think I would always think that it was, um, what was the one that you just said? Crypt Keeper? No. Um, oh, just brain farted. <laughs> uh, what, what was the movie you just said that was um, from Tales from the Crypt? Uh, Demon Knight. Demon Knight, yes. That's what I always, I always got the two confused for some reason. Well, you know, speaking of Tales from the Dark Side again, as, as he said, there was a bunch of big-name actors in this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I, appre- I especially appreciated Steve Buscemi as Bellingham. That was my favorite, my favorite thing. He's, a, he's an awesome actor. Steve Buscemi is an awesome actor. Actually, I have a friend who's afraid of him. Really? She says he's scary. Oh, he's got kind of that buggy eye thing going on. Well, you he know, was actually a firefighter, too. He actually uh, was... Uh, the cannibal in Con Air. Oh, that's right. Yep. And then, you know, speaking of William Hickey, you know, from the, the Cat from Hell, which was the second story, he was actually Andre Toulon in the original Puppet Master. Oh. So it's kind of bringing back to Puppet Master that we did a few months ago. You know, this had a lot of big-name directors in it, too. Oh, I, I'm not sure about the directors, but... Yeah, when um, I just watched the trailer for it, I... Uh, they mentioned all of them, and it was, uh, you had, well, Stephen King, I yeah. think, is the, the book, like, it was his writing. Yeah. And then there was uh, the director for Night of the Living Dead. George Romero. Yep. And then there was also, uh, I, uh, I, I should have wrote it down, but yeah, there's, there's like four big name people that all helped produce this. And uh, the funny, the cool part about it is this can be, it's a, it's a special effects company, did all these special effects for the movie. Yeah, the special the, effects were awesome. The gargoyle was just, just, you know, good. They actually, 
when she's transforming into the gargoyle again, she goes through this stage where she kind of looks different from the gargoyle, but she's a lot more human-like. And, yeah. Yeah, the mummy was just really cool, too. I mean, like, just the inside of him, I think, was, like, just dust. It was... It was, was, uh, it was uh, flowers and uh, mm-hmm. myrrh, and then there was the scroll inside of him. Yeah. But, yeah, he was creepy-looking. Um you know, he, he didn't look like a traditional mummy, though, you know, like that you see, like you've seen in the Hammer films or the Universal Monster films, because they unwrapped him. Oh, sure. You know, because the mummy in the original original mummy films was walking around, you know, with the, the wrapping and everything around him. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, no, like I said, the, the you know, this is definitely a, a movie worth checking out. You know, it's got some some humor in there. It's not terribly scary by any means or gory or like anything by like i like the part means. the part in lot 249 at the end mm-hmm. when the mummy's victims come back to life to kind of get the final guy who you know kind of just bellingham mm-hmm. and they go bellingham sends his regards yeah and didn't they, they they just end up like burning him that's how they killed him i think so yeah like i mean it seems like a mummy would be pretty easy to kill it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> cool because uh we're we're talking about the Zuni the Zuni fetish doll. There was actually a movie I forget what the name of it was, but it had a Zuni warrior doll that would kill people. He had a little spear and he had like these uh these sharp teeth. Yeah, I don't know what a Zuni fetish doll is. Ever heard of that before? Zuni warrior doll. Yeah, it's just a little it's a little doll. It's made by the Zuni Indians. Oh, okay, gotcha. But or the Zuni tribe. To be politically correct, yeah, uh, the fet- the fetish is what you know. I think what you think it is because fetish is some sort of sexual thing. Yeah, that's where I. And just... so, some some uh, some um, religions regard sex as highly, you know, a thing you need to do, you know, for pleasure and procreation. Well, yeah, who doesn't like a little sex? At least, at least that's how I interpreted the Zuni fetish thing. Um, so. how, how did the because uh, with the cat? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was a, they. It was just a cat, right? I mean, it, it was just a cat. But the the weird part about it was it crawled down this guy's throat at the end of the story, and then it goes into his stomach, Ugh. and then when when uh, William Hickey gets back, he comes in the room and sees. Mr. Halston, dead, the, 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 the assassin dead on the floor, and then the clock strikes midnight, because every time it would strike midnight, it would kill someone. But it was during the day, because he accidentally shot the clock, and the clock went off, you know? And then it hits midnight when he pulls in the door, So does he end and up the pay- cat, like, crawls out of his mouth. Do, the, do they end up getting, like, killing the cat at the end? No, the cat kills everyone. everyone. Oh, <laughs> well, that's good. Nice twist. So yeah, um, like I said, you know this is really cool. Bring, really brings back that Tales from the Crypt storytelling. Tales from the Crypt was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll talk about that for a little bit now. Um, you know, a lot like like Tales from the Dark Side, Tales from the Crypt, and Creep Show, and all those different ones like this. These anthologies were based after the 1950s horror comics that were really popular in the 1950s. But then the comics code came about and said, oh, you can't show this. You can't do this. You can't, you know, so every, every comic 
that was out had to have a comics code accept, acceptance letter, you know, on the front of it that they, they accept the comic code. Because there was supposedly a, a correlation from a psychiatrist about horror comics and weird tale comics, which is weird, 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 weird. and delinquency. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, and so did Stephen King, I mean, because I thought this was based off of comic books, but it, it's a, so did Stephen King just kind of help, like, direct it? Because he didn't write this, did he? I don't know. I know he wrote Creepshow. Okay. And I also know that he did a couple episodes of the new Creep Show series. I think he did some Tales from the Crypt. Or no, no, he didn't do that because those are all based off comic books. But I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, I mean, just even that cover art for this movie is really cool. Yeah, you can see the cat mm-hmm. and the top and then the gargoyle. Or the mummy, all depends on what you look at the hands. Yep. So, you got anything else on this, or uh, what, what are you thinking about uh, doing next week? What am I thinking about doing next week? I do not know. It's going to be a surprise. Oh. But, uh, yeah, you have, you know, everyone here have a good night from Mickey Ichabod's Weird Cinema, live from East Grand, from Grand Forks. And...